Hi, I'm Kirsty, and I'm with my co-host Naomi. Hello. And this is Small Talk, and this week we are talking about why have many societies begun to place such a high value on emotions and being emotional? A big question. I feel like this like a big question like this could be like a main episode question but i feel like this is a good way to get the ball rolling and then it could be a future yeah and then if we just start chatting so much we could just make it another another episode like a long (laughs) one yeah that's true yes okay yeah where did you find this question by the way did you find just did you just think of this or like did you find it online on the random question generator (laughs) oh your favorite website your favorite website where i find all of our episode ideas i mean valid they do come up with some good ones so that's fair enough yeah it's a good one eh? i probably could have come up with one similar myself but well maybe yeah (laughs) i don't doubt yourself like that i think it's a good one it's quite funny that like no that's valid i think it's quite funny that you did like find this one because i recently just watched the documentary that i sent you that's about yeah. like how Ice, how Iceland has like the smallest um, gender inequality gap in the world, mm. and like what they're doing to basically try and make the gap smaller and smaller, and is very much related to this question of why people are trying to place more like value on what is it like being emotional, like yeah, emotional on like being emotional and like and like having emotions is like something of you of value rather than like a negative. Because obviously, if you look into the past, like that's why women were degraded so much. That was yes, the typical yes. insult, wasn't it? That was the typical way of being like, yeah. we're not capable because they're too emotional. Yeah. Well, exactly. when I say the past, was like some people was... still do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think that's exactly right. I think that part of the reason, or mainly the reason why people are starting to do that is because I think men generally are starting to realise how detrimental toxic mm-hmm. masculinity can be. Because to obviously women well. have been trying to tell them yeah women have been trying to mm-hmm. tell them for decades but nobody was listening because women but now men yeah. are starting to realize how it impacts them negative, negatively as well like having the pressure yeah. to not be emotional and not talk about things like with such high rates of like male suicide and domestic violence like men not being believed when they're getting assaulted and all these things and yeah it does come back to the this truth. view that men have to be so strong and they like negative things shouldn't happen to them and they should be just be able to deal with everything and now men are starting to be like actually shit like these like standards that we've built and have been upholding are actually starting to backfire on us and Mm -hmm. we need to do something about it yeah yeah completely yeah i really like the um the documentary as well and i think it just really pinpointed the fact that gender oh my god gender 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 stereotypes are created like it's not a natural thing 100%. think of a like gender stereotypes don't exist in uh, other animals yeah exactly it's something genders are a made-up thing yeah and kids like Completely. kids don't naturally gravitate to things that their gender should gravitate to until they're taught mm-hmm. to do so so i think do it is super exactly. interesting because it's like the whole idea that men in power like they have so much power but they're emotionless and all these things and that's like the Mm -hmm. big that's one of the biggest problems though is that the only emotion that people have is greed and that just like so many anger yeah exactly and it or but like repress or repressed emotions so like obviously everyone has emotions and you can't turn off your emotions as much as people wish they could sometimes and um Mm -hmm. i think that repressed emotions is actually repressed emotions are one of the most dangerous things 
to exist in this world i think we're 100 so many things like i'm gonna plug my new favorite show i've been watching making a murderer <laughs> and right. i actually watching we've really been plowing through it with my cousin who's been staying the last couple of days and oh my um, god it's really really good it's like about crime law but it's like way more intense than that and it's such mm-hmm. a tr- like it's so interesting because it just pinpoints how much like repressed emotions can lead to crime and to mm-hmm. and or to just doing things without thinking it through yeah and to definitely. like ending up in situations that you didn't need to end up to end up in without yeah. thinking and i think that also oh, like or even on the flip side holding yourself back from doing certain things yeah because true. you don't want to feel certain emotions or you don't want to be perceived as being emotional or being soft or anything like that yeah that's so true. i think it definitely works both ways but i do agree that it can be like repressing emotion is so so dangerous so dangerous yeah. and i also think that because it's saying why well, have many societies so obviously like a society is not just about like your workplace and your career it's about like your life outside of work and your families and your love life and your friends and stuff and I think that yep. in terms of like having a social life and having a family and things like that you you need to be able to I don't know be emotional with them and be and have yeah. emotions and like have and care about each other's emotions because that's how that's like how things work and that's how teamwork works and I don't know like obviously not everything is like teamwork it's such a hard question but it's just like without emotions we'd be like robots and then I feel like nothing would really function it's true it's true it's true and it's I think it's just I don't understand why having emotions is such a bad thing like we are emotional beings I think it is a sign of intelligence it's mm-hmm. a sign of intelligence to be able to, you know, work through your emotions and communicate through your emotions. So I really don't think I do. To be honest, no, I do know why it's seen as such a bad thing. It's because it's like yeah. you said, it was very much seen as a feminine thing to mm-hmm. do to, you know, be emotional. But I think, yeah, people need to understand that it is it is a sign of greater intelligence. You know, I feel like there's definitely nowadays you get older generations or trying to look down on younger generations of being like oh mm-hmm. they're too emotional they're too soft and they don't discipline their children enough because they don't beat them without yeah. realizing that our approach is more actually let me talk to my child when they're getting emotional yeah, and it's let more them articulate. yeah let them articulate what's going on with them instead of me just shouting at them and telling them to stop because then those emotions are gonna get repressed and it's gonna lead to why do you think so many of our generation have such terrible mental health yeah exactly as children we were never allowed to express ourselves and i think the older generations there's very much this mentality of oh if they're gonna if they speak too much they're gonna like become disrespectful Mm -hmm. and speaking to them isn't gonna solve anything and it's like well actually it's uh, speaking to each other solves a lot of things being emotional solves Mm -hmm. a lot of things if a child starts crying don't just tell them that they're being silly and they have nothing to cry yeah, find about. out what's wrong like, ask, them, yeah, ask them why they're crying yeah. they might tell you and then you might be like okay that's silly there's no reason for you to cry but you don't know that until you've asked them until you've allowed them that space to be emotional and then they mm-hmm. can figure out for themselves that actually it wasn't really that deep and yeah i feel on. like it's also teaching children how to live in the world in general if you just mm-hmm. like talk to kids all the time and just tell them to get over it and get a grip and that the world's not fair and all these things and then they grow up and then they're just kind of thrown into the world and they have no idea what to expect and then 
the world yeah. continues to treat them horribly and they can't process anything then it's just a continuous yeah. cycle of like people not knowing how to handle themselves or how to look after themselves or how to care about themselves and I feel like that's exactly. why especially I know schools I know in Britain I don't know about other places but I know that the school curriculums will definitely in Scotland probably in all of Britain they have quite a big yeah. push on like health and well-being especially mm-hmm. in primary schools and on like um resilience is a big thing yeah. and on a about yeah. like teaching kids to bounce back but in a yeah. in a like a nice way because we've become aware that we've never actually helped children to deal with that and that's not something that always uh, comes no. naturally to someone and now and now that's become a problem for people future and further on in their lives and their careers and in their mental health and in their families. So they're trying to like integrate it so that it becomes natural for a child to want to yeah. concern those things. And I also think that people that are do people are always doing something for a reason. Like you never do yeah. something for no reason that doesn't exist. It's kind of the same idea that like nothing doesn't exist. Like no yes. reason doesn't really exist either. And I think if you're not willing to take the time to find out what is wrong like if a child is acting out or something is happening, like what is the reasoning behind that? Because people don't exactly act out for no reason. For no reason. Yes, like some people are reason. serial killers, but there's still like well, there's there's always a reason. controversial. There's still a reason. I'm not saying it's a valid reason, yeah. but it's still a no, reason. But there's a reason. But yeah, if they were 100%. when they were younger, they were taught to talk about their reasons and work through their feelings, they probably wouldn't be a serial killer right now. Mm, like it yeah, might have improved yeah. their ability to deal with the fact that they have a lot going on in their head and like have yeah. di- like obviously like I am not speaking about like somebody who has like a serious mental health issue, but that might help them go to get help do you know what I mean whereas yeah, if you yeah, just kind yeah. of leave it you don't do anything and you just leave it and make them feel more and more alienated then what how do you expect people to act like in society exactly exactly it's interesting you say that because i like watched a tiktok earlier and mm-hmm. i'm really just outing myself i like love tiktok <laughs> and i was watching this one tiktok where they were explaining this story about essentially this girl got kidnapped by this man who like didn't know her at all was a complete stranger mm-hmm. to her like basically found her killed her parents kidnapped her and this then on tiktok her. <laughs> yeah, this I've learned honestly. TikTok is a wild place. Yeah. There is so much on TikTok, um, and basically crazy. just like locked her, locked her in kind of like a basement thing under his bed, and pretty much just yeah. like left her there, forgot about her, and she managed to escape. And they tracked the guy down, and he basically immediately confessed and was just like, "I didn't have any motive. I was driving behind a school bus one day. I just looked at this girl, and I just decided I'm gonna mu- murder her parents and I'm gonna kidnap her." And that was just accepted, and I was like. There's no way you would just do that for no, no. reason. You must have You been wouldn't reason. just look at someone and be like, I'm going to murder this child's parents, kidnap her and lock her under my bed. So wait, was there absolutely a reason? No reason at all. I don't know how long ago it was. But so I they didn't like, give a reason is... later? No? No. No. It was the end of the video? It was just, he was just like, there, there was no reason. And that was just accepted. And I was like, are you insane? No. Like, what's going on right now? Yeah, no, no, I thought there that was must crazy. Be some other reason. Was, no way. There had to be a reason. Yeah. Because exactly. Even if like mental health was the reason, but that still had to have been triggered by something. Yeah, it can't have just been from nothing. It couldn't have like, just been oh, like yeah, for fun. Be fun. Yeah. Like people have some weird hobbies, but that yeah, is Yeah. That's still a reason though. <laughs> exactly. 
not saying exactly. like again we're not just to clarify we're not saying it's a valid reason no i'm not justifying it at all but i'd like to know what the reason was yeah exactly i actually yeah. wrote something here that i like that i'm gonna read okay i wrote empathy is humanity and works towards humanity to stop being so greedy and less morally corrupt nice if you're like empathetic then you're more aware of your surroundings and also like if you want to talk business and go into that side of things if you're somebody you can be more empathetic and can understand other businesses more you're going to work together better and then if that's like your vibe then you're going to naturally yeah. probably create more money than if you're just a dynasty that's constantly trying to take down other people this then, is true but then also there are like huge rates of like suicide in people you know like ceos mm-hmm. and people that are really high up in business because they are so business orientated and they don't yeah, know about they don't anything know else to, like switch and it, off. it yeah it it takes you over and it's really quite scary yeah so i, I also think, think it's definitely about having like a, a holistic approach as they call it i also think well in terms rounded. of the question asking like why have many societies begun to place like re- as in like it's yes. more recent right I reckon that a lot of that has to do with that we've just had enough. <laughs> I think. Yeah. That the generations who've just had it, we're done. Yeah. We're yeah. Done. Done. Especially our generation and like younger generation, we've just had enough of all these like roles and norms and traditions. Yeah. And we're just like, no, we're not doing it we're anymore. We're done. And yeah, we just yeah, care about. over it. We just care about each other and. Yeah we care about the environment and we care about the world that we live in and we've watched seeing our seeing people be ridiculed and hated Mm -hmm. on for no reason in our mind and yeah is for no reason most of the time and our world be destroyed and nobody's Mm -hmm. doing anything about it and i think we've just hit we've hit a place where we're like that's it i'm done enough is enough yeah to an extent do you think that maybe it's become I don't know is it just kind of like a trend because I went to this exhibition when I was in Canada last year and mm-hmm. I literally went because I was traveling and I was like I can't remember what city I was in but I was just googling free stuff to do because right you know, yeah I just come from yeah. camp and I was you. Poor. so it was like oh this like there was this free exhibition going on at this architecture place I was like oh, okay so it's gonna be an oh, exhibition nice. I'm gonna see like blueprints of buildings and you know yeah, about that kind of stuff cool. and I came out of that exhibition just absolutely destroyed like it actually turned out to be an exhibition basically surrounding how in our capitalist society happiness is now being sold to us Mm. um and about you know obviously Mm. how before people weren't putting any kind of emphasis on it but now there is so much push and so much emphasis on it how do we know if it's genuine or if it is actually just Mm. another you know curtain capitalism is is hiding behind to sell us all of these products you know these like wellness wellness things and yoga things that don't that don't actually mean anything they're just trying to get us to spend money yeah. more because they're seeing that that's where our mindsets are shifting towards so they're yeah. like how can we just wring even more money out of it that's true i feel like it is a double-edged sword i Definitely feel like is. no matter how you do it but i do think that it's better that societies have begun to place a high value on emotions but i do think oh, yeah, that 100%. that can have like a flip side that then people are going to sell things mm-hmm. with that perspective in mind but i feel like no matter yes as messed up as that is no matter what it is people are always going to try and find a 
a sales person. They're always going to try and exploit it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, but I do. I, but I do. I do valuable. get what you mean. Especially, I feel like, especially in terms of the emotion of being happy, because I feel like mm-hmm. people don't try and sell you things. Well, I suppose they do actually some sad songs, but in general, like, yeah. I feel like there is such a wellness thing. Mm-hmm. I suppose it mm-hmm. depends on what it is. Because if it's like somebody teaching yoga because they're passionate about that and that's brought them joy yeah. and they think it'll bring someone else joy and they just want to pay their bills, then that's like, I can get that. But then if it's like mm-hmm. someone trying to sell some kind of like, I don't know, like those vitamins and things that like make you, yeah, like, that don't really do anything happy. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's, you might as well just do Yeah, I think, yeah, I think this is, this is kind of an issue because. The societies are placing a lot more emphasis on being emotional but i think they're focusing mm-hmm. a lot on very certain types of emotion so they're saying yes, you know it's good agreed. to be more emotional but you have to be happy all the time and yeah. that in itself is not normal that's not natural and that in a sense can yeah be even that can be even more detrimental sometimes than just not being emotional at all because it's just not yeah. natural to be happy all the time and if you're pretending that you are it's just fake you need to allow yourself to feel an entire spectrum of emotions even if sometimes the emotions that you're feeling are not the good ones even if sometimes you're feeling angry even if sometimes you're feeling sad but if you you don't feel the bad ones you won't know what the good ones feel exactly exactly you need to you need to allow yourself to feel everything and give yourself time to feel everything do you know what i mean agreed yeah i get you i think that's the risk as well with teaching kids about resilience i think you have to be careful about how you phrase it and i do have to say though the lessons i've seen on it so far have been done quite sensitively and like well because i think yes people need to have resilience and you should teach that but you need to when you say like resilience and bounce back that doesn't mean like something's happening you like it depends on what it is right like you need to like work out if this is something that you need to like for instance if someone's just died like you don't need to bounce Mm -hmm. back you need to be like at some point yes you're gonna need to kind of get it together but mm-hmm. they need to be able to be so you, I think that one thing that I've noticed is that people need to be careful about that I suppose it's but kids can have kids can go through really traumatic things too and I think yeah, you have to be careful with saying like you need to be more resilient especially if you've got a kid who's had a horrific childhood or something like that mm-hmm. I think that word I mean I don't I do think that resilience is a good thing to teach especially in terms of like what is that word catastrophizing things that are not big things Yes. But I think it's important to teach them what that means because to use such a big word like catastrophizing to 10 year olds, like I wouldn't have known yeah, that. Yeah, they're not really going to get that. Yeah, yeah, because I think you need to say, well, what, what incidents is it okay to feel this way and what is it not? And even yeah. sometimes, is it like you should check your emotions, feel what you're feeling, and then decide do you need time to feel this longer or move on? But you should still always yes. have that, allow yourself to have that original moment. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. hurtful it's, rather than being yeah, like it's about oh, putting things into perspective let me bounce back or like yeah. i didn't win i didn't win the game let me bounce back like you're allowed to be a little bit annoyed like yeah definitely i think that's normal i think it's if you're yeah. straight away and you're back i'm like no like i'm not gonna mm. show that i'm a i'm a sore loser but i'm gonna think a little bit like that's fine yeah and that's fine yeah you just have to put it into perspective like you were saying if someone you know has just passed away like you're not gonna yeah. bounce back completely but you can give yourself a certain amount of time to mourn before you move yeah, on exactly. but you know being down about it for forever it's just like well that does actually doesn't benefit you either so you have to just find mm-hmm. that balance and there's yeah. nothing wrong with kind of like 
mourning them in the future as well so it's like you will yeah. in terms of like to a certain extent but you will mm. never but I, I just don't know I, I it's like with grief you'll never bounce back fully because yeah, you're never going to be the same person yeah. after that and that's just I something. think that's one of those things yeah. about emotions is that they do go up and down mm-hmm. and it's about you know with emotion being emotional and like just kind of with mental health in general you have to realize that as I was saying before you're not going to be happy all the time like sometimes you're going to feel good sometimes you're going to yeah. feel not so good and both of those times are equally important you know you're going to have days where you feel better than other days and mm-hmm. the days that you don't feel great you shouldn't dwell on those and you know make those the kind of forefront of everything and make everything in your life negative but just be like you know what I just I have to go through that sometimes yeah I think just feel, feel I had your my, feelings you know, yeah like I had my morning where I wanted to sit in the shower and cry you know and I wanted to do yes, it in the shower so I love know, a shower cry. Nobody, nobody could feel nobody could see the yeah. tears running down my face but then I, I have my you. other mornings where I jump out of bed and I'm raring to go both of those days are like, equally important a shower and cry is just nice as well though because it's like cleansing at the same time yeah it's like you're cleansing you know yourself good. emotionally but also physically yeah. you know what's really good and after cry sleep Mm. after christ sleep oh that is is top tier sleep it is that is top tier sleep yeah disagree yeah i think it's like it's normal to cry and to feel things sometimes you don't even know why sometimes it's or sometimes it's like because you have empathy and that's not a bad thing like nurture that part of yourself don't lose that part of yourself because that's what Mm -hmm. the problem is with pat that's one of the issues with past societies is that they didn't nurture that part of themselves exactly and that's where it all went exactly. well, it's not the only that's that's probably a catalyst for why a lot of things went wrong <laughs> oh 100 100 exactly. that's why they're working so hard on that in iceland about that essentially the documentary mm-hmm. that we watched was saying that um one of the reasons why iceland has such a small inequality gap is because they're working um from such a young age with children in schools essentially they kind of i think they split up the children the boys and yeah. girls and basically work on teaching it. Yeah, so they teach girls more, I guess, traditionally masculine traits, um, you know, mm. about being more physical and sure of their bodies and taking risks. And they and teach bold. the boys more, yeah, and being bold. And they teach the boys more traditionally feminine traits like empathy and sharing and caring about each other in the hopes that when they eventually grow up, it will kind of balance out. Yeah, that they'll be able which to. Which I think is, yeah, which I think is a very interesting concept. And considering they do have the smallest inequality gap in the world. They must be doing something right. So yeah, we well, I reckon that, that it works. It works because before they go to school, they've already kind of gained some of those stereotypes from yeah. Because obviously, if you could wipe the world clean and start again, then you would yeah. not have stereotypes at all. But I reckon that it works effectively because before they've left school, they've already kind of gained some mm-hmm. gender stereotype of themselves yes. just through like comments that people make to use a child that you don't really exactly so i think that yeah. then, then flipping it in the school allows them to kind of see both sides more so i do reckon and yeah. i think it's they actually put it really well in the documentary as well about talking about um the gender gap and things like that the gender pay cap being like a an um, human like a human rights problem and i was like that's, yes yeah that's yeah, yeah it's not a the, yeah they, there was one thing they said that really stuck out to me it was it was like um the gender pay gap doesn't exist because a few men sat in a room and decided mm-hmm. that they were going to pay women less it was because jobs that are viewed as traditionally masculine 
are just seen yeah. to have higher value than yeah. jobs that are seen to be traditionally feminine and that just like blew my mind yeah because like, then they that, were saying about that is it that is it traditionally masculine jobs that are kind of lower paid are yeah. outdoors and traditionally feminine jobs that are lower paid are indoors are typically well. so indoors like yes other. and they also do give men a lot more uh, paternity leave so I guess mm-hmm. that then isn't enforcing the stereotype it's that it's like months. a woman's a woman's job to be at home with the children. It's a man's job to go to work. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, teaching the children that parenting is a shared experience and both parents mm-hmm. are supposed to be there. And it's also giving men that time to build that bond and be emotional with their children and film yeah, that I connection. Yeah, I think that helps that to create the empathy as well in the, yeah, in the parents and in the child because the child is yeah. then especially if the child is like a boy then they're seeing their dad be empathetic and caring then it's much more yeah. natural for them more to think that for that's them right to, to go on and do that exactly yeah whereas if their dad is somebody that's like quite strict and like strict and or like just not around and just is yeah not very like emotional then i it that will naturally have an effect on you and you'll feel like you can't yeah. be you exactly. can't be those things because he isn't those things oh yeah 100 percent so yeah. yeah, that's a little bit about what we thought. We probably will talk more on gender. That was a lot of bit about what we thought. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot actually. It was probably a yeah. longer episode. Um, that's fine. Yeah. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at yes fancy but check out my uh, YouTube channel, which will be down in the show notes. We have a very nice. Uh, mini series on there as well where we can see both of us trying to do some lovely makeup looks it's fun yeah, time it's to check it out killer video so check yes. that out we'll have that in the show notes we'll also have it linked on the instagram and we'll probably do a post about it so you definitely want to check that one out and we don't know what we're going to talk about next week but when we work it out <laughs> when, like... when Kirsty gets back on the random question generator then we'll have yeah a i'm actually in loch ness right now while you're listening to this so that's why mm. we haven't worked nice. on that yet so yeah, yeah so we'll thank there. you so much for listening don't forget to check out our website www.fancyblather.com thank you bye bye, bye.